Hello listeners, and welcome to Humanitarian The Real Michael Jackson. I'm your host, Paul DeWire. As seen on page 101 of my book, in July of 1997, Irish Michael Jackson fan Christina Dowling, who suffers from Morchio Syndrome, was brought up on stage with Michael during his history show in Dublin, Ireland. Michael held Christina's hand during the song Heal the World, and the result, as you're about to hear, was nothing short of a miracle. Hear Christina's story of how Michael's touch affected her and how his passing has inspired her to do more to help others. I hope you enjoy this episode. I've helped many, many, many children, thousands of children all over the world. Cancer kids, leukemia kids. He's a humanitarian. 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 The real Michael Jackson. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Now, sorry for the delay, it's uh, 6.30 in the morning and I had a little bit of a sleep in and um, my sleeping patterns have been crazy lately, so um, thank you for being so flexible and, and, and coming on and chatting with me a little bit later than what we thought. I know it's something you're passionate about um, as well, about uh, getting the truth out there um so i really appreciate it no problem so before we start chatting about the meeting of michael jackson i was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about condition that you live with um is it morchio syndrome morchio syndrome yeah can you start off by telling us a little bit about that yeah um it, um, it affects the bones and the height but it's all different um Sorry to that, there's all different. Um, I have Marco, and then there's Huntington's disease, and then there's, um, I can't remember, but mine is the fourth syndrome. Yeah. So it affects the height and the bones. And is that something you were born with or diagnosed later? Yes, yeah. yeah. I was born with that. I wasn't okay. diagnosed when I was four. My mom said, but you know, I was diagnosed as soon as I was born because they, they knew she wouldn't be able to handle it straight away. Yeah. They kind of told her infections. Yeah. Because so, I yeah. think I was the second in the country that was born with it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it wasn't something that a lot was known about? No, it's very rare. It's still very rare now. Is it still very rare or have they found more people, more conditions? No. It's a genetic disease. Yeah. And the, the lucky one that got it. The lucky one that got it. Yeah. Um, so have you always been a Michael Jackson fan? Yes, always. Yeah? Always. From the time I was in the room. From <laughs> the time. Now, that's funny. Because he toured in the 80s on the bad tour island as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he came to end Cork. Did you go to that? No. Oh, really? And I've, ne- I've never forgiven my father. He went He went to there with me. You would have been quite young. I don't care. I was still a fan. <laughs> I should have so, been brought along. You know, I think we we're around the same age. So in 1988, would you have been uh, about 10 years old? I was nine. Nine. I was nine. Yeah. Wasn't that young? Yeah, that's still old enough to go to a concert, isn't it? <laughs> no, I went to the first concert when I was seven. Yeah. But you, you did go to the history tour in 97. Yeah, I went to history and dangerous. Do you? Oh, dangerous as well. Yeah. Oh, yes, because we didn't get the Dangerous Tour. It got cancelled before it came to yeah. Australia. So I always forget about the Dangerous Tour. Mm. How was that? 
Uh, amazing. It was yeah. the first time that um, I've seen that big a crowd. It was outdoors. Oh, I yeah. remember when we sang um, Man in the Mirror. Oh. And at the time, there was um, there was no peace process down the north of Ireland. Yep. So there were troubles with the, the north and the republic weren't really friendly at the time. And yep. I remember a girl beside me from Belfast. And Michael said, I want everybody to take the hand of the person beside him. And literally, she took my hand. And I felt so... I felt that this Michael made this happen. Yeah. And I never forgot that. Never wow. forgot that. That's amazing. So that was in 93, yeah. was it? Yeah. And then in 97 was the History Concert. Now, how did that come about? You, you're obviously still a big fan. You've bought tickets, good tickets. Were you in a good section? You're obviously in the wheelchair section. Yep, that's it. Was, was that a good section? Could you still see quite well? It, it was, it was a, a bit far back, but it was still decent enough. And yeah. I always remember seeing um, Stephen Daly from Boyzone going backstage to meet Michael that day. And one of my friends said, that should be you. And a few hours later, it was me. Yeah. So going to the concert, you had no idea what was to come. No. no. The security guy came over to the, the section and he said, I'm looking for someone small sitting on stage. And my sister said, you won't find anyone smaller than all, <laughs> which was true. Yeah. So I, I, I thought I didn't know what was going on. And he said, um, you have to get home with me. I said, where am I going? You're coming up to see Michael. I'm going to see Michael. He said, yeah, are you sure now? Are you sure I'm going to see Michael? And he said, yeah. Wow. Okay. So one of his friends came with me. And um, he said, but you know, you, you can't uh, course or swear around like that. And friend said, no, no, she's very good. He said, I wasn't talking about what. It's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> no. who, so who, you went to the concert with your sister and a friend, was it? No, I went to, most of my family were with me, actually. Oh, a yeah. few friends were there, my sister. My ma and a few friends were with us. And we, we went backstage. We were sitting, <clears throat> well, I was sitting on the stage for black or white. How many of you went backstage? Two? Just me and my friends. Yep. I didn't see anybody else backstage. So as really? far as I knew, I was the only one there. But obviously, I wasn't. Yeah. Because there's other people from the other side. But um, we were there for black or white and earth on, off stage. And Michael went past me. And I've been such a sh- I don't get that struck. I yep. screamed. I screamed. Yeah. And I was actually so happy he couldn't hear me because of the noise. So when time for hear the world came on, I remember Michael coming towards me off stage and beckoning to me with his hand. Yeah. Okay. And the security guard brought me onto the stage from the wheelchair. And uh, Michael kneeled down beside me, put his arm around my chair. And held my hand and kissed my head. And I, there was 40 terrible people in front of me. I didn't even notice them. Yeah. As far as I could tell, it was me and Michael. That was it. Yep. Yeah, nothing else mattered. Wow. That's amazing. So that must have felt like, did that go really quick or did that feel like it was all happening in slow motion and it was? A bit of both at the same time. It was a bit surreal. Yeah. Because I wasn't even thinking, I'm on stage in front of all the people, I'm on stage with Michael Jackson. All I was thinking was, 
All I felt was love. Yeah. I felt love. That was it. That's amazing. Yeah. But I, I do remember seeing someone take a photograph on the stage. I might have posed for the photograph. And when I came back off the stage, Michael had been holding my hand. And I felt a born of sensation all up my arm. When a few weeks later I stopped using that arm, the power just went and yeah. I switched my hand. So the next morning, the power on my hand came back. What? Yeah. That's crazy. So you. And I don't tell many people, only my fans. So you couldn't feel your hand. You didn't have the use of that arm and that hand no. before that night. And no. then uh, on that night when Michael Jackson brought you on stage, he held yes. that hand. Yes. And then was it later on that night you said you started to feel I started the burning? burning sensation. The man was on fire and I didn't know what it was. And then I said to you, you know, where 40,000 people can hear the words were bound to a miracle. That is a miracle. And you started, yes. you had the use of that hand from that day forward. Yeah. That, that gives me chills. Well, so <clears throat> you've gone on stage and Michael's held your hand and kissed your head and you've got your photo and then they've pretty much wheeled you back to the side of the stage. Yeah. Um, and that was, so there's still more of the concert to go. Yeah, yeah. Did you stay side stage? Or did they no, we went back? back down. We went back down to the senior area, but at the same time, I was just in so much shock. I bought into the to stay crying. Yeah. And my friend she had twins; they were really young. And she said, "Why are you crying? Why are you so upset?" And my mother said, "She's happy." Yeah, she's happy. Your friend that was side stage or backstage, did they see? Did they tell you about anything that they saw backstage or anything like that? No, she was just in shock as well. I don't think she even knew. What was going on around her? I think she was just no. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> did you get a copy of that photo? I did, and actually, how I got it was, if I was part of you know Kin magazine, the tribute magazine. Yep. And I saw my my story was you know I actually sent the story to Kin magazine about the concert because I knew somebody had taken a photograph of it, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know who it was. So next of all, my photograph was published in the magazine and my story. And then I got a letter with a big yellow envelope. And then it was a photograph of me and Michael. And then it was signed to Christina, oh, my love, Michael. Oh, wow. Michael, Michael sent it to me. So that's the professional photo that his photographer yes, took? Yes, yes. Oh. And, and so that's not the one that I've seen circulating where it looks like it's taken from the crowd? There's a few different ones because somebody took them on a somebody took a video. And one of my friends took photographs in the video. But oh, the other one was Michael. Because you can see him leaning down beside me. Oh, wow. And what have you done with that? Is that up in a big frame? Oh, it's framed, yeah. It's staying yeah. in my room, hasn't budged, not going anywhere. <laughs> Jeez. So how do you after coming down from that? And moving on to the next day, how, how do you move forward from that? What an experience. After being at an all-time high, I came down with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I got the, the letter, the photograph from Michael, to kind of brought him back up again. Wow. Now, so, well, he, I, I haven't forgotten about him. I mean, he read the story, so he knows who I am. Yep. 
that that meant so much to me. Wow, he didn't tour in Ireland again after that, did he? Yeah. Um, I know he spent some time there in 2006, 2007, um, looking for a home there. Yeah. You could have been neighbours. I didn't even know he was here. He was down the road. <laughs> really? Was he close to you? He could have moved in with me. <laughs> could have found room. Yeah, what could have been. Yeah. But so... So from that experience, you've been inspired um, to give back and to do things for other people and um, and to let his legacy legacy live on through you. Um, so what have you done um, that Michael's inspired you to do since his passing in 2009? Uh, when he passed, I I felt like a family never had that because it's been in my life as long as my own family had. I don't remember the time when Michael wasn't part of it. Yeah. So I just I felt hopeless and useless. So my mom suggested me, why don't you do something with memory? I get a tree built. So I got a tree put into the park where, where I live. And then I also did a, a family memorial day, a Michael Jackson family memorial day. It was just Michael's music. It was I, I got loads of different memorabilia. Yeah. And I... I gave them out as prizes. But I had tickets, like, you know, raffle tickets. So every, every uh, money went into the charity. So, and the tree is still there. The tree is still there. When did you plan the that? 2009? Yeah. Wow. In August. August. The fourth tomorrow was done a month later. And the event that you hold, um, what, what's that called? Have you got a name for that event? It's the Michael Jackson Family Fun Day. Family Fun Day. Was that, did you start that in 2009 as well? Yeah. Wow. So that's a day with games and raffles and fundraising, yeah. Michael yeah. Jackson music, lots of fun for yeah. everybody. We rode and- up all skilled walkers, um, face painting, games for kids, games for adults. Only Michael Jackson movies can where we played. And um, we had um, ice cream and chocolate and everything, popcorn, candy floss. Now, we had it all, really. And we got all done. And the first one, the match was six weeks. And then I we did it. And it wasn't just me. It was a lot of help from other people, yeah. obviously. But it was your brainchild. It was your yeah. idea. And yeah. and so you do a fundraiser with that. Where do those proceeds go to? To a charity. Whatever charity that I can think of needs at that year. It goes straight to them. I don't keep a penny of the money. One year I went to um, a children's hospital that oh, I used yes. to go to as a child. And Which the year one? before, I... huh? Is that Our Ladies Children's yes. Hospital? Yep. Yes, that's it. Yeah. And then I went to, um, I can't even remember that long ago, but every year I went to charity. Ah, so it's different charities all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. Well done. Now, you've also, I read somewhere that you'd also been on stage with other artists. Um, yeah, um, I sang with Diana Ross. Di- Diana Ross? Yeah. When was that? Oh, I think that was just after, my, I heard before Michael, but just after Michael. But she was in playing in Dublin in the round, and other people going up to see her. And my, my friend, the same friend who was with me, City Michael, actually, brought me up. But at the time, I wasn't in the wheelchair. She carried me up. 
and uh, Diana was turned around and I didn't realise she put a mic in front of me and she didn't realise I knew the words of the song. Oh. So I sang the song and she was like, wow. one shining moment, yeah. And did you end up finding, I know when we spoke years ago when I was doing my book, um, you didn't have good quality footage of you on stage with Michael. Have you got that yet? No. Damn. No. It's it's one I'm of the, it's one of the best stories um, that I've heard, you know. I don't, and you know about all the stories in my books. I know you've got my book, um, but it's one of the most heartwarming ones that I've heard too. Um, so thank you, thank you for sharing it with us. Um, thank you for letting me. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, you know, after my book, I thought I'm very passionate about getting these stories out there, and. Yeah. Um, Someone said, why don't you do a podcast? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to do, but I'll start speaking to people and we'll see if we can get that message out there even more. So, um, again, uh, thank people, you. People need to hear these stories. Yeah, they do. You know? Yeah. Because they're hearing too much negativity and lies and yeah. rumours and they need to hear the truth. Yeah. About who it really was. So... I'm going to do my best to bring these stories out to the public tonight. Yeah. Um, so thank you for chatting with me. I haven't got any other questions, really. Um, no just problem. to hear about your experience again. Um, you know you know that I know your story already, but yeah. to hear it now and to put that in a podcast will reach another audience that don't read books. Um, so thank you. No problem. Sincerely. And it was nice to I talk to know. you anyway. It was nice to say you hello. We've been chatting on Twitter for, what, I think four years now? Yeah, probably, yeah. Because yeah. the book came out in 2018, so um, yeah. it's nice to get to say hello and sort of meet anyway. Yeah. And how are you doing? How is your health now? My health is okay, I think. I haven't had any complaints, but I haven't been to any doctors. So I actually retired from um, hospital when I was 15. I left and I've never went back. Wow, really? Because I said to the doctor, well, is there a cure for me? And he said, no. I said, okay. I said, well, then I won't be back. So because I was tired of, you know, endless appointments, endless, having to go into the hospital when I was fine, and every time I came out, I was in bed. I said, what am I doing this for? Not just to me, but to me, ma. My ma was going to rest with me as well. And it wasn't fair. She had to the children. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, that's it. And I wasn't supposed to see my 20th birthday. I'm still here. So, you know. Why did they say you wouldn't see your 20th birthday? Is it a condition that Because it was so weird. They didn't know. They didn't know what was going on. I know there is um, a time limit, but I don't know what the time limit is. And but why I'm is that? Cell by day. <laughs> because, it's, because it's so rare. But is it's so it... rare. The condition isn't something, does that affect your organs or is it purely a bone disease? It can, as you get older, it affects everything. Obviously, because I'm the same size, their organs expand. Okay. The body stays the same. Yeah. I do have a hair condition. I was spoken of with a hair condition a few years ago. But again, I never went back and I'm still here. So I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be keeping it to your doctor, keep doctor. This is just me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. They said you wouldn't live to see 20, and I know it's rude to ask a woman her age. How old are you? 
43. Good work. Yeah. Work. Well, um, I hope everything keeps going well. You look well. Thank you again for chatting with me. I'll talk to you again on Twitter soon. Thanks very much, pal. Thanks, Christina. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.